and that's the thing about this as well with the 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 steps of being an entrepreneur you kind of find these these weaknesses that are in you because essentially your business is a reflection of you so the weaknesses that are you know that you're working on with your business you're also working on within yourself so that's been uh a big challenge but something that i welcome because like i just want to get better back in mind your dreams should be real right now Thanks all for tuning in to Dreamcatchers, where we make things happen. Dreamcatchers was formally launched to unlock the hidden potential in successful, self-motivated individuals who desire to take their life's work to the next level but need support to evolve. We are a collective group of professionals with various backgrounds that use our talents to assist those individuals in realizing their wildest dreams by providing education, inspiration, and direction. This podcast is where we share the lessons we've learned along the way to catching our dreams and give you some context around the how and the why to each approach to put you further ahead on the journey to catching your dream. Are you ready? Hey, everybody, and welcome to the Dream Catchers Podcast. I'm your host, Jerome, and man, the guy from the green box. I mean, the legend, the myth, licensed to spray Dwayne Fisher is with me today. What's going on, man? How are you? I'm doing great, man. How's everybody doing? Glad to be here. See if we can make it through this this podcast interview and stay on task here. Nah, no, I'm doing great. You're thriving, man. I see you got your green catcher's <laughs> fleece on, fresh out of the powwow. My fleece and my 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 wristband. I'm good to go. <laughs> He's got all of the all the paraphernalia, man. So I don't want to belabor the point, but do me a favor and give the listeners a little bit about your background, and we'll dive into the journey that we've been on over the past probably year, year and a half now. But just give a little bit of background about you and where you've been and what you've been doing. Um. So just a Quick background, um, played football at the University of Virginia, uh, four years there, uh, then tra- transferred with one year of eligibility left and went to uh, North Carolina A&T State University. Um, upon finishing my degree there, um, got into, or actually while I was there, got into the health and human services field, working with children at group homes, um, took a liking to that, always had a love for children. and then kind of shifted from there and moving through the the field and got into social work, um, working with child protective services um, in the area with a couple of different counties. And during that time, just kind of always had that pull that that kind of nudge the inkling to kind of get out there and do something on my own. Um, Stepped out on a few different ventures, but didn't necessarily work out for me. Um, either through efforts or lack of efforts on my own or just things going on in the industry that I was uh, looking to get into. Um, and just kind of stuck through the the grind of social work and working with families and then at the same time working in the industry and just kind of got a little bit of uh, burnout taking place and then always had that, still had that yearning and that pool and desire to want to get into something on my own. Uh, had the opportunity to kind of just step out there um, had a friend of mine that said he was getting into the pressure washing business. I got a little information on it. I was like, Hey, I can do that and make a little bit of extra money. 
uh, got a part-time job working at Home Depot long enough to save up the money to get a pressure washer of my own and just kind of stepped out there and was dragging the pressure washer around in my back seat of my car and going house to house. And one thing led to another and just kept putting my money that I was earning back into the business and, you know, finally had an opportunity to say, Hey, I, I think I can do this. So that's a little brief snap, brief snap of what it was. So wait, so you're tell tell me about this day, right? So you said you were working at Home Depot. You bought a pressure washer. You had a job working with kids and like child protective services. So like, how many hours do you have in your day? I only have twenty four. So that was kind of like one of those situations by choice or by force where I started kind of. I had my daughters born on uh, September 9th of 2018. And at that time, it was like, man, I cannot spread myself so thin trying to come home, dealing with the twins and trying to be supportive to my wife and what was going on in the household and still going out there, working second and third shift, on-call work with uh, Child Protective Services, going in and out of homes and uh, just a lot of late nights, long work hours, um, a lot of paperwork. And on top of that, just the sleepless nights due to the stress of trying to keep up with everything that was going on. So my day, there's there's 24 hours in a day. I felt like I was working 28 of them um, between the job, between the W-2 and, you know, my responsibilities here at the house. So at some point, something had to give. And it was just one of those things that just kind of pushed me out and made me look for other opportunities. And that's where I kind of was led to to get out there on my own so you you and i talked at least once about you know certainty and the opportunity for you to do more by doing less right and so you you changed jobs and when was it that it clicked that hey like i really got something here with pressure washing and your business license to spray? So surprisingly, there were, there were a couple of different opportunities or, or situations where I was like, okay, I've got to make a change. It would either be something was taking place at the house that I wasn't able to attend to, or just the, the workload just kept piling on, piling on. And so it got to a point where it was either keep going out here and doing some pressure washing jobs that was making a, a a good yield per hour that far outweighed the uh, social work and having to make that decision constantly between going out and doing my pressure washing versus going and doing the uh, social work uh, activities. It, it started to kind of weigh on me and it was like, okay, you've got to make a decision here. And it was, it was still like, okay, I can't break away from this security. It was one of those things I was looking for, like the perfect moment, the perfect time, some sign that was going to be like, okay, we're cutting here cleanly and then we're moving on here. But I quickly learned that that's not the the phase. There's no phase like that in entrepreneur um, uh, endeavors. So you basically have to take the the blind leap that everybody talks about that you really don't know how blind you are until you're having to make that leap or how high or how far the gap is 
And so it was one of those things where I was basically forced out. It was like, you're not making the, the time that you need to make for work and had to make a decision whether I was going to, you know, part ways with the position or let the position part ways with me, or I was going to just suffer through this, this job, this uh, position, while at the same time, my family was at home in need of my time. And so it just really came down to uh, basically being forced out. So um, I got that letter that stated, hey, your services are no longer needed. You might want to consider something else due to the work performance that I was putting in. And I was like, okay, this is it. So it was it was a forced thing based on it was a decision that I had made early on into the the thought realm, I guess. Right. And it caught up with me in the physical and was like, no, you made this decision. Let's this is what you said you wanted to do. We're doing this with or without you. So it, it happened that way. So. <laughs> with so, or without you, this is going to happen. So shortly after that, um, it was like, okay, you're out here. What's going to happen? And it was kind of like one of those things where the reward was on the back end of the decision because after that move took place, I got an opportunity that with a um, a contract job, pressure washing job, commercial, that basically covered my salary in, I'd say, about two months' time. Uh, my salary for the year with social work was covered in two months' time with the pressure washing. What? So, Hold on. Like what? I'm telling the people, man, there is a reward to the sacrifice. So, like I said, it was like, okay, what are you going to do? And so at the time, I did the math and was like, okay, this is what your salary is as a social worker. And shortly after the decision was made that I was going to pursue it full time, an opportunity presented itself through, you know, just efforts and putting myself out there and, you know, chasing these opportunities. And it said, hey, this is the one. And it was enough to cover my salary that I was making for the year as a social worker. So now you got some runway, right? You you had probably had a little bit of savings before, but this was probably the biggest check you got in your world, right? So, oh, yeah. Oh, easily. Easily. So you didn't go buy a new car. You didn't go on vacation in Paris for three months. What'd you no. do with the money? So up until that time, I had been training myself to basically, uh, with the money that I was making, to reinvest the money into my business. So I, was, I started out having just a regular... Uh, Home Depot pressure washer and putting it in the back seat of my Buick, and within a couple of months, um, got enough money to kind of upgrade and got a a work van and upfitted the work van to fully equip with um, two pressure washers installed, the water tank, hose reels, and all the equipment, and just kept putting the money back into the equipment and opportunities. So that's kind of what I did. Just made sure that you know I had, like you said, it was you know, just stuck in my head, keep putting out the runway, keep making runway, 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 until you're able to get this plane off the ground. So it's, it's scary. It's almost, it was almost like an Indiana Jones experience where you, you know, you got your cargo and you're trying to get off the, you try to get off the, the air airstrip in enough time before you run out of runways. Uh, yeah. It's either you either get off the ground or you build more runway. So <laughs> I'm kind of in the process of doing both right now. 
So who showed up to help you out along the way? Man, and so that's another thing about the whole pursuit of your dreams is that prior to you don't know where it's going to come from, who you're going to meet, what, where you're going to get this information to get to the next level. And you're kind of trying to figure it all out before you begin the journey. But what I'm, what I'm quickly learning is that the door doesn't necessarily open until you're like almost right in front of it. So it's, it's kind of like that, that haunted house or roller coaster ride where it looks like you're about to crash into the wall and then the door opens up right before you get to it. So it's kind of like I'm getting, I'm getting people either in the pressure washing field that are coming to me or I'm introducing myself to them as I'm at these shops and stores and stuff. And they're telling me about things that are kind of broadening my horizons in regards to, you know, different things that you can do as a pressure washer, the money that can be made, um, the people's lives that you can affect that you're employing. And then not only that, but just from a, a developmental standpoint, and a mindset, which is huge in, in regards to making these types of steps in your life, is that there's people that are out there that you may look at and maybe you might be intimidated by them because they're kind of where you want to be or they've done the things that you want to do in their perspective fields. But as you start going on your journey, you start to realize that these people are like eager and anxious to give you information just to kind of like spur you along so that they can just get the joy out of seeing somebody else kind of go through that, that moment of, you know, that, that free fall where you feel your stomach kind of go up into your throat and they just, you know, people like to see that and they're like, you're going to be okay. You're going to be okay. Just <laughs> know that it's going to feel like this for a little while. And so it's just like the law of attraction just keeps sending people my way. So it's just, it's just been great. So when did you realize you had to keep going? Cause I know when you got that letter, you pause and you're like, all right, I'm at the edge of the desert. Do I run into the desert or do I go back into safety? So how did you, or what happened or when did you decide I got to keep going? This is a red pill moment. Um, man, I don't know if you can really like, if I can really pinpoint it to a moment, but it's just when you, when you get comfortable, it's almost like, um, so I, I've done like some public speaking events as a, as like a, a student. And what you realize is you think, okay, I'm doing this. I'm going to practice this to get over the butterfly feeling, the feelings of butterflies in my stomach. But then you slowly realize you're never going to get rid of the butterfly, the feeling of butterflies in your stomach prior to a public speaking event. You just have to be comfortable with the butterflies. So as that relates to where I'm at right now, it's just, as I'm, continue along the journey like I'm I'm scared as hell like it's it's still a scary moment like I told you before we uh as when I confirmed that we we're gonna have this pot this podcast I said I'm just like the guy that's learning how to swim the kid that's learning how to swim like I'm out here in this water but every now and then I'm like oh wait a minute you know I got a kid's like wait a minute get, get, stroke, get, stroke, get back to your basics so it's just one of, it's I'm feeling that comfort of knowing that I'm in the right place and then the constant confirmations of people around me and then um just pursuing the the uh the opportunities to do bids on contracts and meet with people and even with even the ones that I don't win 
Like even the ones where I get the disappointing news, hey, we decided to go with somebody else or we're not going to get the job done this year. Um, just being comfortable with that whole thing and me seeing myself develop as a result of that. And I'll say too that, and this is kind of for the listeners as a plug for the pot, the um, dream catchers and the Myers method. Um, I would have to say that that's been very, very integral in the, the, my development and understanding of the journey and just pushing forward because so many times I've been like, oh man, I don't know, I don't know. And just listening to somebody else's podcast or listening on the, the dream catchers, um, uh, all the, the media stuff that's out there that, that dream catchers puts out, like it, it kind of makes you comfortable knowing that they although you don't see them, there are other people that are on this same trail and regardless of what you think about where they are, they're, they're pushing to new places. So that all comes together and it's just kind of like, okay, you're okay. <laughs> keep swimming. Just keep swimming. Dory was a philosopher. <laughs> hey guys, back in 2016, me and the team decided to formalize Dreamcatchers as an organization that can help people achieve their wildest dreams. If this is you, please visit our website at dreamshouldbereal.com in order to find out the details of our services and how we can help you become a Dreamcatcher. Talk to you soon. So tell me this, man. You, you were talking about some of those rough patches. So give me two or three challenges that you face on this journey and maybe how you overcame them. Um, I'll say number one uh, would be just the time management piece and balancing um, kind of my family life along with the work. Cause when you're out here on your own, like you don't have anybody coming in to check in with you. You don't have anybody saying, Hey, we need this report due by this time. Hey, just make sure that the quality is to this level. It's pretty much all on you. So you're kind of either doing it on your own or appropriately delegating it to people that, you know, you trust to do it. Um, so me kind of, and that's the thing about this as well with the, the, the steps of being an entrepreneur you kind of find these these weaknesses that are in you because essentially your business is a reflection of you. So the weaknesses that are, you know, that you're working on with your business, you're also working on within yourself. So that's been uh, a big challenge, but something that I welcome because like, I just want to get better as a person, which I know is going to affect my business. Um, another balance of peace was, you know, just with the family. Uh, you know, you, you, if you don't come from a family of entrepreneurs, uh, <laughs> the conversations that you have to have with people in regards to, you know, so how's work going? Oh, I don't, I have my business now that I'm working and you're not having that steady in go, oh, wait, what you're doing? What? Oh, you know, and you got to just kind of watch what you're allowing to, to go into your ears and the, just knowing where it's coming from, because unless it's somebody that's been there they're not going to see the, the, the reward that comes with the sacrifice. And then let's see a third challenge that I've had. Um, just being comfortable with starting up. I mean, uh, going from working a W2, you don't have those moments of what am I going to do next? Or where's my next check going to come from? Or um, are the bills going to get paid? Whereas out here as an entrepreneur, 
um, you're having to deal with like the ins. You hear my babies in the background, which is kind of another <laughs> another thing that I've had to kind of work through with regards to that. But that sacrifice of having to be able to to make it through to the next step, like I said, keep building the runway and knowing that it's going to be okay. Being okay with your account going to zero and then next thing you know, you got, you know, five <laughs> figures in there that the ebbs and flows. So I'd say those are the three things. Okay. 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 So what was your worst fear in the process? Um, well, I'll say because I've, number one, I've taken steps to, to either be self-employed or to start a business and not having carried it out completely. Um, it was fearful that I may make those same mistakes, but at this time now I'm married and I got kids and I've got, you know, a mortgage stuff that as a, as a single young twenties, you don't have to necessarily worry about those things as much. So um, just knowing what was kind of riding on it. Woo! You got responsibility now, huh? But the the beauty of it is, as opposed to it being like a stressor, is now a motivator because I'm starting to see the rewards and the the time that I'm able to spend. And I know we've spoken in time where, you know, when asked how things are going or what I'm excited about the thing that I'm excited about is not necessarily the money, which is going to be great. Um, but just the time and the freedom that's, a, that it's allowing me, um, prior to, uh, with me working second and third shift, I might get up around, I'm, well, let me say I'll get up, but I wouldn't really be functional until around nine o'clock in the morning. And then I might, then I'll have to spread my time and then have to leave to go to work at two o'clock PM. Whereas now, you know, I wake up in the morning to my babies just excited about life and seeing them and feeding them breakfast and watch them, you know, pig out on food and run around and sleeping on the floors and chasing each other. You know, those are the things that I'm kind of shifting the value system to and understanding that this is going to create more of those opportunities. So I can, when I, when I'm all, when it's all said and done, I can look back and say that I made the appropriate sacrifices for the things that mattered the most. So has there been anything that's tried to pull you back into that old way of thinking or that old experience that you were having? Oh yeah. I've had, I've had multiple uh, wilderness moments where it's like, like I said, you don't know where the next opportunity is going to come from. And you look at the past opportunities as just like maybe chance or by luck that it, that it worked out for you this time. And, um, and again, when the when the finances maybe get low or um, you got an obligation that's coming up or some unforeseen uh, equipment failure or something that you missed out on a job opportunity that was going to line you up for another job. There's so many things that try to deter you, but just staying focused and, and choosing what you're going to allow to have your attention which dog are you going to feed on your shoulder the one that's going to get you to quit or the one that's like you know we're going to take this thing all the way to the top so just making that decision like it's all there at the same time but just which one are you going to listen to which one are you going to follow <laughs> which one are you going to feed so 
what's the biggest difference now that you've outgrown your old life and your approach to showing up and experiencing the things that are happening? Um, I wouldn't say fearless, but being comfortable in the fear um, and being brave, like knowing that, like I said, that these things are all taking place around me and I can either choose to, to allow the, the positive things to, to fuel me and to push me, or I can allow the negative things to, to get me to lose focus on what it is that the goal that I'm trying to reach. Um, you know, they always say when you're running a race, uh, if you're looking side to side or looking back at your competition, then more than likely you're, you're going to be slower. You're going to miss a step. So just constantly reminding myself through meditation, through um, listening to the proper things, even kind of limiting the type of music that I listen to, uh, reshaping the things that I may watch on TV, taking time away from that to kind of be still and be quiet. Um, seeing those types of, seeing how those things are affecting me has been, that's been the big change. So what's your, what's the thing that you're most grateful for now that you've got this new perspective on life? I would say, and knowing that I haven't even made it there all the way, but just knowing that I'm in the process, knowing that this isn't something that's going to, I'm not going to reach a ceiling that's been set by somebody else. Um, knowing that I'm in control of my time, even though I have responsibilities and things that I have to do with my time it's the things that I'm choosing to do with my time. And then the reward at the end, um, each day, like when I come home, I'm, I'm able to, to do the things that matter as far as like having freedom to spend my family stress-free freedom in terms of um, knowing that it rides on me, but that's, I'm okay with that. Um, Give me the ball. I'm going to score. Give me the ball. Yep. Just knowing, just comfortable with my skill set at this time. So what dream are you most focused on catching next? Um, so of course the dream that I'm working on continuing to work on is that I'm pushing license to spray pressure washing to be the biggest uh, pressure washing company on the East coast. Um, putting things in place uh, with regards to the infrastructure. And so just being proud of that um, and focus on that. And then just once again, just the time with the family. So Dwayne, I always like to ask people, what gift are you giving the world? I would say that I'm developing the gift now to assist people with uh, just the mindset and uh, direction as it relates to pursuing your dreams as whatever it is, as an entrepreneur or the best version of yourself. And just hopefully being an example of somebody that, that took that step and got out the comfort zone. And this is in the midst of me doing some other things that I've never done before. Like I, I, like I stated, I have uh, twins that were born on September 9th of 2018. These are my first kids. So just doing these things that, that I'm pursuing professionally and personally in the midst of um, a time period that I've never experienced before. So I would say that's what it is.
So you did it at the most convenient time, huh? <laughs> it was like, wait, 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 wait. You need a little more responsibility. Okay, all right. Now do it. Now do it when it's all right and when it's really heavy. The back against the wall. So, you know, I, I'm going to jump off script a little bit because of the last powwow. We got to do the celebratory howl with you. <laughs> <laughs> And that, for me, was the highlight of the entire weekend. I mean, there was plenty of great stuff that happened, but just being able to do that with you was just sweet. Yeah, man. So, and again, for those that don't know, um, Dreamcatchers hosts um, quarterly powwows where they bring on um, people that are along their own journey and people that are either in need of assistance, which I feel like has been everybody, and people that are uh, willing to assist others, which is everybody. So um, just being able to attend those um, sessions with people that are, um, again, pursuing their journey, but pursuing it in a way that is uh, showing growth and pushing themselves to areas that they've never been, um, that's a that's a big help. Always, I I didn't understand the power of it, of the power of it until I got in that type of environment, just knowing the energy that is going around the room and people that are sharing, especially for men, black men, to know that there are other black men that are pursuing those same type of uh, angles in life and to hear their story. And, you know, when you're in those moments where, you know, I'm out here by myself and not, not having anybody in my family that's, that's an entrepreneur um, not necessarily having anybody in my family that says, hey, go be an entrepreneur. To know and to be in those types of environments are so crucial. Um, you can, I mean, if it's not dream catchers, you need to do it with somebody. But just being in that, that room of synergy, each time has like catapulted me personally and my business to the next level. I've gone into the powwows, not knowing what I'm going to do afterwards not knowing where the next check is going to come afterwards. And I've been given just like that one piece of information or just that extra motivator or somebody that's done something that I didn't think of. And I'm like, okay. And the application of those types of um, uh, directions and uh, information has just been very instrumental in where I'm going. So I will put you on the spot. What was your big takeaway from the last one and what'd you do with it? Um, I think for the last, from the last powwow, one of the things that I took away was, um, the development of, uh, or refocusing the development of my meditation time and, and also like the morning routine. I have done the morning routine, um, before a short period of time, but understanding that when you do the morning routine it's not going to be the way that you wanted to be right off the bat like it's a it's a discipline to have that type of morning routine and so after hearing people talk about their morning routine at this last powwow I made a decision like you're going to do this and and you're going to stick with it each day and if you can meditate for an hour great if you can meditate for one minute great if you can listen to one pack podcast, great. If you can listen to one minute of one podcast, great. But either way, or read one page or 100 pages. But either way, just developing that consistency about the morning routine has been very, it's been huge. Consistency is the difference. It's mm -hmm. always going to be the difference. It will always be the difference. And so 
This brings me to the final question. It's our wrap up. What's the one thing you want people to take away from this conversation if they don't grab anything else? Um, one thing I want to be taken away is there's no right time. Um, you just have to go. And knowing that and just having the faith and the confidence that as you go, things are going to come. So you take one step and then whatever it is that you're pursuing is going to take one step. And at, at some point, and it's not going to be a calculated point, but at some point your preparation is going to meet your, your opportunity. Awesome. I just finished a book called the surrender experiment and it's written by, I forget the Michael Singer. And he talks about this and, he went from just being a yogi to being a college professor to building a construction business to building a software company that had a multi-million dollar valuation. And he did all of this from the woods of like Jacksonville or Gainesville, Florida. He never moved. Um, and then towards the end of the book, he talks about when the FBI raided his company, his software company and they arrested i don't know like 10 executives and they went through a five to seven year process and i won't give away the ending of the book but you know it talks about you know truth and integrity always winning out and doing the right things as being the only true way to have real success and so um, that's echoed by a guy that's had financial success that i can't even comprehend and so it confirms to me within the same week, right, that um, you're on the right path. And I, I think what you're finding to be true is going to be a common thread for the rest of your journey, man. So I think it's super solid advice. I appreciate you being willing to come on and share your journey with us. <laughs> you got to celebrate, man. You got to celebrate, man. So, guys, if you made it to this point in the interview, you really enjoyed the podcast, so do us a favor. Give us a five-star rating and review. Do a comment and share it with somebody who needs to hear this story. Uh, Dwayne's story is extremely inspiring. I wish you could be there when he ignores my phone calls when I'm coming to get him because I know he's avoiding something he needs to go through. <laughs> but it's all good because we got his back regardless, man. Dwayne, I can't wait to get with you the next time. And until then, the dream should be real. Talk to you soon, man. All right, people. Appreciate it. Thank you for joining the tribe today. We would love to hear from you. Please don't forget to rate, like, and share. Perhaps someone you know could benefit from what we've discussed. Until the next time, remember that your dreams should be real.